Nicole last time said you're always one upping me on the hellos, so I just <laughs> tried to repeat exactly what she said. I so didn't know if you would think about that. I told well You could have done a step down and just gone, huh. <laughs> I wanted Very to good. go hi but I didn't, so and tonight we are doing Enola Holmes. Uh, Enola Holmes, the new film on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, Mama Kay is the one who uh, who recommended this one. And I was like, oh, it's new. And new is uh, we try to stick to new stuff when we can. Uh, okay. Why, why don't you tell us why you why you picked this? I know why, but why did you? But why did you? You know why? I'm curious to hear. Um, I just picked this to watch. I didn't really think that we were going to ever review it, but I needed something to watch one night. And so I picked it. Um, I think it it came across a lot of my social media feeds, uh, probably primarily because I follow Henry Cavill on Instagram uh, because he has an amazing dog. And yeah, I just kept seeing it over and over. Dog? A dog. Oh, I thought you said bod. Well, that, I'm sure, but his dog is... That's the, that's the real reason. His, yeah. No, you have to go see his dog. His dog is human. He has a human face. It's very strange. And, I don't know, strangely attractive. So, um... The dog? Yes. This is not the reason I thought you picked this. I'm, I was wrong. Yeah, see, I was pretty sure you you didn't know anything about this. <laughs> I didn't know you picked this because Henry sweating. Cavill has an attractive dog. She was Let's sweating see. it a little bit that her secret got out. You actually didn't know what it was. Secret it was. Oh, God. No, did I pick it because it's, oh, I don't know, British. Um, and British people in old costumes. It's a mystery. So that's the most Mama K movie ever. That's, like, exactly, you know. Yeah. All, all the things you used to watch, like, were old people solving mysteries in, with, with European accents. <laughs> also so on trains. I mean, there was there were trains involved and yeah. bicycles. I mean, you're right. Trains, um, bicycles, old mansions with, like, ivy growing on them. <laughs> yeah, that's everything that you watch. God, I picked it because of Henry Cavill's dog, I guess, though. So. Well, all right. <laughs> Nicole, did you know anything about this going in other than I said uh, if we're doing it? <laughs> nope. I never even heard of it. Is it, did it come out this year or last year? It came out like a couple weeks, or I guess when you're hearing this, probably about a week ago. Uh, so, yeah, it's a new Netflix film. Uh, when Enola My Holmes, mom already Sherlock's... saw it, though. How'd she already see it? <laughs> On Netflix? Because it came out a couple days before we are recording oh, this. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah, it's like a, it's newish. Like it came out the, like couple, like a week ago. Is probably. everybody okay? Oh. When you're is, there, is everyone all right tonight? <laughs> all right, should we when do Enola a mental Holmes... health check? Alright, I'll try one more time. When Enola Holmes, Sherlock's teen sister, discovers her mother missing, she sets off to find her, becoming a super sleuth in her own right as she outwits her famous brother and unravels a dangerous conspiracy around a mysterious young lord. Mm. So if you like mystery and British things or Henry Cavill's dog, I mean, the dog does not make an appearance in the movie, but, you know. He might be one of the people, it sounds like. Yeah, I... I know nothing of all of this. It's on Netflix right now. It's new, so go check it out if you have any interest. Uh, we were going to spoil it, as we always do. I wish he had his own Instagram. things here at Films. The dog? Yeah. Anyway. I'm surprised it doesn't, the way you, the way you talk about it. But. 
We read things here at Films with the Women of My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. Anola Holmes is the youngest sibling of the famous Holmes family. Uh, she lives at home with her mother. Her father has passed away, and her older brothers, uh, that is Sherlock and Mycroft, are uh, adults, and they live uh, in the city, I guess. Uh, Sherlock Holmes, I think everyone knows him. He's the mystery <laughs> solver. He also f- f- fights crime, too. I don't know. He's got all these skills. But everyone knows who Sherlock Holmes is. And uh, Mycroft is like his government stooge brother. Uh, and <laughs> so she lives with her mother. Uh, and they live in a big old big old house like the British people do in those times. This is in the what late 1800s, early 1900s. Late, late like 1800s. 1880s, I think. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. Uh, and one day the mom goes missing. Uh, the mom is like an independent thinker woman, and she was in like, she has like the secretive meeting that we see briefly. Uh, and Anola is alone in the house. She has to go pick up her brothers, and uh, she realizes there's uh, uh, a clue that her mother left her. Uh, and it's, you know, she's. She's a very skilled young woman. We we learn about in the beginning here. Her mom teaches her like jujitsu and the uh, puzzle solving, and she has read every book ever. Uh, so she's a very capable what well, is teenage uh, teenage girl. It's played by Millie Bobby Brown. People will know her from the very famous uh, uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. I'm sure is the first thing oh. they think of when they think of her. <laughs> I don't. I think that's she's the- eleven. She's eleven on uh, Stranger Things. So there you go. I know, but Godzilla's um, the only other thing I've ever seen her in, honestly. So I think she's been in some other stuff, but yeah, I was I was trying to uh, throw a curveball in there, see what it did. Uh, and she is going to <laughs> go and look for her mom, uh, trying to use the clues that she left around. Uh, she, we'll talk about the clues. Uh, and she runs into a young man on a train. He has a very long name, but we'll just call him Tewksbury. Uh, and he is uh, running away from his noble family, and we learn why a little bit later. So her whole thing is she's trying to find her mom, but she's also uh, caught up with this Tewksbury fella who is running away from his family and some other people who are trying to hurt him. So mm. that uh, that's enough of the plot kicking off point. Uh, Moe this is your idea somewhat. What, uh, what do you think of the plot? Yeah, so the plot um, that you did a really great job describing pretty much everything that happens in the movie. The bummer part of the plot is that it was promised to be sort of a sleuthy sort of situation. And short of her just kind of figuring out some ABC kind of puzzles, I didn't find her to be very much of a super sleuth. Uh, She's clearly clever and uh, she's very um, sure of herself in her in her ways and does a really good job when she's out by herself, you know, sort of living. And I didn't know this at the beginning, but now I understand that this is actually based on a series of books. So this is just sort of we're laying the groundwork here, I think, for this character, Um which yeah this feels like a franchise starter it really does yeah this is this is your origin story so um looking at it like that i think i give it a little bit more uh you know freedom to do to do what it's doing which is not a whole lot otherwise when i was watching it that was really the most disappointing thing for me is that the there is a plot um it's just not the plot i was expecting and i don't know that it's the plot that we deserved so uh i'm gonna give the plot a two and a half. Ooh, what do you think, Nicole? Okay, it's supposed to be the high one on this one. We'll see. We'll see what happens. 
I, I enjoyed watching it. Um, I feel like it was, it had a good enough balance of being like young adult style and like regular, like mystery style. I do also wish, as Mama Kay said, maybe it had tuned in a little bit more to that mystery puzzle solving Sherlock Holmes style. It just kind of just sat in the middle for me because I feel like a good range of people could watch this and enjoy it and follow it. Um, but I feel like if there was maybe a little bit more direction one way or the other, um, it would have came out a little bit stronger for me. I don't know how I particularly feel about having this whole Sherlock Holmes family backstory. I mean, I know it's not about him this time, but obviously we need to know who he is first before we can you know, dive into this movie. A lot of the parts in this seem very drawn out for no reason when it could have been filled with like more fun. Other than that, like I thought it was, I thought it was fine. I enjoyed watching it. I thought it was, I don't want to say it was too long. I just think that it was a couple parts that were a little stalled that maybe could have been enhanced or taken out and it would have made it better for me. I like the story though. It's interesting. Um, I'm going to give it a three. Uh, the plot is both messy and empty. I don't know how they did that, but <laughs> they did it somehow. Um, there is n- very little puzzle solving in here, which is yeah. when you are sold a mystery movie starring the younger sister of Sherlock Holmes. And that's that's what you think you're going to get. And you you get very you get basically she does a couple of like anagram things in the in the newspaper to communicate to her mom like twice and then i don't know she does like a couple of small like it's it's very little puzzle solving um and then also the plot is completely happenstance like it's like an accident because you think the plot and this is what we're told in the beginning is to find the mom right even that takes a while to get going it takes us like 20 25 minutes to actually figure out that's what we're doing and then we meet tewksbury the kid and then he leaves like they separate and then she's going to find the mom, and then she kind of gets closer, and then she's like, yeah, but I don't want to find my mom anymore, because I don't know about that, because there might be some shady stuff going on. And then the guy who's after Tewksbury attacks her, and he's like, she's like, you know, now I gotta save Tewksbury for the rest of the movie. Right. And then that's what she does for the and then that becomes the actual plot, and then we don't, and until the last... 20 minutes i don't even like get that that's what the movie that's what we've been doing this whole time (laughs) and i'm like well where's the mom and then she comes back and it's completely unsatisfying um i don't feel like anything happened like i don't i don't know what 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 happened here like it it just i feel like it just took a it took a turn into a different uh, you know on a different path and considering how really focused she was on finding the mom it was really strange for for that to happen and for her to for that other subplot to become the main plot and then the brothers are well, not really I thought we involved, were going to learn that it, you know and I thought we were going to learn that it was this all planned like the mom had some plan with her secret club who we don't learn a whole we learn a little bit about them but that's, again this is fr- this feels like, like franchise building so yeah that's that's where I was leaning towards in my rating thinking about these pieces that don't make any sense yet and maybe I, I didn't see it as being some sort of franchise setup but I didn't really think that I would want to watch anything else with it regarding this <laughs> but <laughs> there's a lot of that backstory with um, 
that one jujitsu teacher. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. a bunch of crap that I'm I was I wasn't paying attention to to be honest because I felt it was so irrelevant to the movie that we're watching that it was just like ugh I don't even want this. I just can't even care about it until we flip back the switch to make it like her and Tewksbury's story because until then it feels like we just wasted an hour setting up backstory and now the actual movie is only an hour and it's that part's okay like i don't mind the second half of this so much because once we once we settle on what the actual plot is and what the goals are i mean there's still weird stuff where she goes to a boarding school for 25 minutes like just gonna mention that it just it feels like a bunch of movies all smashed together but like i still don't feel like anything really happened i mean there there is a thing that happens at the end like there is a reason tewksbury is running away and he is necessary but all that feels like an accident like she didn't planned to do that that wasn't even the mom's plan like she seemed surprised at the end that this is what happened i i, I don't know i don't feel like this was set up very well uh or or executed very well um i, I like some stuff later on we can talk about but I, i'm i'm not like a two for the plot i don't think it's very well structured um and i didn't really know what, what the point of anything was the whole time uh maybe we'll like the characters a little more the characters are enola who is millie bobby brown she's her lead uh the extremely intelligent observant insightful young woman uh the bro- the holmes brothers sherlock's henry cavill and then sam claflin plays a uh, minecraft uh, and then you got. Wait, we kept we making call? fun of his name this whole time. We kept coming up with different. Uh, I was like Mario Kart. I was like, I was like, what's Mario Sherlock and Mario Kart? Like, what is his name? Uh, so yeah, yeah, it, it, whatever. Uh, Helena Bonham Carter is the mom, Eudoria, uh, and then we have uh, Lewis Partridge as Tewksbury. There are other characters in here. Lynn Thorne, Lestrade, Tewksbury's whole family, mom, uncle, grandmother. Uh, we meet other people, but those are those are the primary players. Uh, back to you, Nicole. What do you think of these characters? I wouldn't get your hopes up about the characters bringing back the <laughs> ratings. <laughs> I don't know how everybody else feels. But I don't know. I, uh, I thought that Millie Bobby Brown did an awesome job. I think she's very refreshing. And while I enjoyed the breaking of the fourth wall for the most part, there's one scene where she does it, and I'm like, "Ew!" You get mad. You got mad. Why did they do you that? Like, Why did you do that? Like you, you got mad. You, you're like, oh, "Why did you do that?" It just totally over. It just, it just did it over too many times, and I'm like, "No!" Why did you? We were so fine with it in the beginning, and we already got our point across of her explaining a story. We did not need that. Like there was like a scene, and then from then on, the extra narration was just like overkill. It was the scene where what, what is she? They're they're trying to figure out a way out of the boarding school, and she turns to the camera and says, "Oh, and she's in the I basket." Do you, do you what do you guys like? Do you guys have any ideas? Like to the audience, and you were like, <laughs> oh. "Oh no!" When she was in the, this whole time, she was she's in the narrating. Basket. She's narrating, but she's not like asking us right. questions. Like she's talking to us, but yeah, that that broke it for you. Ugh, that was the wrong choice. Um, but I liked her I liked her acting. I really think she did a great job. I think she's a great person to have as a lead in a in a film like this. Um I liked the Tewksbury character. I thought that he um was very interesting as well. I liked those two together because they both are trying to expand out of what they grew up knowing and being, um, going against the grain of their families and things like that. I liked the whole uh, storyline of them two working together. What a disappointment the two brothers, the Holmes brothers are, 
They are the most bland, <laughs> boring, blasé, annoying, useless things I've ever seen in my whole life. I can if you if they didn't say that was Sherlock Holmes in the beginning, how would we ever know that was Sherlock Holmes? It was so boring. And I I didn't know that who the actor was. I've never seen him in anything, to be honest. Um, so mm. it wasn't even like a draw to me that I'm like, ooh, he's he's handsome. I'm gonna like it. No, he just stood around in a room for 40 minutes of the movie and held a newspaper. Oh, not even like four minutes. He's in like <laughs> he's barely in. Yeah, this. <laughs> collective collective amount of time in the movie is like less than half. It just doesn't make any sense. And I guess what they were trying to do is just give us little peeps of of them because it's supposed to be about her, but it. It was just, it was such a, a miss for me. The other brother was so annoying. I, oh, uh, God, what a, what Microsoft. a. Microsoft. <laughs> Mein Kampf is what I call him, too. Um, He's got a lot of horrible names. <laughs> I don't, I do not care for that character at all. So annoying. The one character that did surprise me, though, that we'll talk about later is Tewksbury's grandmother, who's like the the lady of the house. The whole story of what that that house is doing, and you know the there's a lot of like there's a lot of messages that are supposed to be put forth in this movie, I suppose, with like women's rights and um, overthrowing you know government that doesn't make sense anymore or whatever. Um, I like that whole story, and I think the grandmom was a good portrayal of like the antagonist in the film, um, but she doesn't fit into the rest of the movie that we got in the beginning which is so un- like stupid as as we've said that it just feels like two separate movies that don't come together until like the very end when we get the mom come back uh, no i mean no one else is really that good and then besides millie bobby brown in my opinion um struggling to say you know to pick a number i guess i'm gonna give it a 2.5 for the characters what do you got mama k yeah, I agree. Millie Bobby Brown is, you know, she's the shining role. She's a perfect Enola Holmes if you have to have her, right? I don't I don't feel as bad about the other characters because I really think that they're all supposed to really take a back seat with the exception of maybe Tewksbury, um, where he's, you know, and he's in integral to getting um the plot of the movie within the movie, or the plot within the plot of the movie, uh, to to go. Um I also always like the woman who plays the headmistress at the boarding school uh, yeah. and the fact that she has this car. The car was kind of fun, I thought. I mean, because uh, yeah, we are right fun. at the, you know, we are right at the turn of the Industrial Well, you know, sort of like 20 years into the Industrial Revolution. So things are definitely changing. And I think that they did. Uh, there was an in- interesting way that they were sort of saying that they were sort of on the cusp of all of this new stuff happening and the landed gentry were no longer going to be that. And, you know, just England really, right. really changed at that time. And um, it, that's great if you know that background stuff. But if you don't, it doesn't really mean anything in this movie. So, yeah. And I don't mind the Holmes brothers, but I don't oh. know why they were there. Like, um, I know right. that... I know they were there because we needed to care about Enola because we know Sherlock, right? Um, Sherlock, though, I mean, any Sherlock I've ever seen is not like this Sherlock at all. You know, he there he's uh, a lot more self-absorbed and sort of... He's an actual character. Yeah, yeah, are we supposed to care about her more because we see that they don't care about her at all? Because they don't care about her at all. 
I don't know. Sherlock does. I think Sherlock does care about her. Uh, Mycroft doesn't. Mycroft is, is Sherlock, I think, is supposed to be the progressive one of the brothers. The other one is like living in the past and living in the time that these people are all coming out of. Um, he's annoying. I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, but I think he's supposed to be annoying. Yeah. What other characters are there? The mom, Helena Bonham Carter. She plays a little eccentric kind of person. Pretty Same much thing in every single movie in she's ever done. Most of her roles. Yeah. So, I mean, she was, um, pretty on brand for this. Um, them playing, you know, tennis inside the house made total sense to me because that sounds like something that Helen Bottom, Helena Bottom Carter probably does at her own house. Um, so, but Billy, Millie Bobby Brown really saves this movie. And I think if this is a, the beginning of a franchise, it's a good way, uh, to start it with her. But I don't know. I mean, I will talk more in all, in some of the other categories as far as her talking to, you know, her breaking the fourth wall and things like that. I don't mind that. I think it's really sort of, it's, it's what people want to see sort of in a in a movie that a lot of people are going to see. And I think a lot of people are going to see this film because it, it would appeal. It has a broad appeal. But I'm going to give the characters a three. Yeah, uh, I guess we're caught on all in the same boat-ish. Uh, yeah, Millie Bobby Brown's the best person in this. And thank God she is because she's the main person. Um, I, I'm not a fourth wall breaking kind of person. Usually I don't like that. Uh and if she's not so good, I, it would bother me more. Um, she's really good at it, though, moment. don't you think? I mean, she's yeah, really she, good at it. it. Because she's so good, I'm fine with that. I, like, I don't mind a narrator in the movie, like when a side character kind of narrates the action. But when your main character is like talking to you, like, oh, isn't this a crazy adventure we're going on? Usually that rubs me the wrong way. She doesn't She doesn't do that, so that, that's huge credit to her. Um, and then the only character I kind of other like is Tewksbury. He grows on me. Like, he kind of bothers me for the beginning. Yeah. And, He's just kind of useless, and I don't know why he's in this story. And then once the story becomes about him, and we just we settle on a plot, I don't know. I kind of like that that plot we settle on by the end. I like the the, the grandmother piece in here. That's a, I think that's a good. She's a good like like uh, pulling the strings antagonist. Yeah. Uh, because you'd think the antagonist is is uh, Kraft Macaroni, and he's just like <laughs> the worst. Like he's like he's a cardboard cutout. No, villain. the he's, the. Villain is Bowler Hat guy. Yeah, well, Bowler Hat guy is like the like the chaser villain. Like he's like the hired hand to like to to try to kill them. But like again, he's he's not a character either. He's just a guy. He he's just a guy who is hired. He's and, a guy who's and, you in. Know, we don't really the scenes that are way too long in this movie. Any scene that he's in is way too long. Way the way yeah, he, too long. He runs and fights, and he runs and he tries to drown her. He's just he one of those typical people, people that should be dead four people. times by yes. now, and he has not died yet. And he's terrible at killing. He just and he keeps coming back. I with do larger like his weapons. death though. His death yeah. is a cool death. Like that whole. I like that whole last scene when we get there with uh, the final fight. I don't I understand why he didn't have a gun in the first place, and we had to build up four times of meeting him until he had a gun. <laughs> I don't know. He, he thought he could do it without a do it quietly or something uh yeah sherlock holmes is like the biggest waste of anything ever in this i i really <laughs> like oh he's so he's such a waste but do you know henry cavill's dog like, come... but have you introduced you to henry cavill's dog yeah not he probably would have been a better sherlock holmes but a thing like like wishbone <laughs> he would have had more personality this guy, he's just oh like this is uh, he's he's just he stands around and gets talked to and he like oh he's just he doesn't do anything this is such like, a background piece and like I don't like like I don't like that at the end like she's like 
uh, your sister, your sister got here or figured this out first. And, and he's like, uh, clever. Uh, she's clever. Like she gives like, a, a, like a nod. And then they have their little scene in the end. She's like, I, I think she knows I left her my clues. And, and then she leaves her little clue, the pine cone rat, which Nicole wants. She oh, wants it's so cute. I yeah. want a little, a little pine, pine cone, cone dog. I but, love yeah, uh, that pine cone hedgehog. Any new characters to talk about? Yeah, the headmistress. That was is the fine. best character. I like her car. <laughs> the, 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 the pine cone, pine cone hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fourth Holmes person. The fourth home sibling. <laughs> or is it, I'll give it a three because. Or, or is it just another name it? for Mycroft? <laughs> pine cone. Yeah, pine pine cone. Pine, pine cone <laughs> hedgehog. <laughs> It kind of works. Everything works. Everything works. This is a dumb name. Um, sorry to sorry to any listeners named Mycroft, I suppose, but I gotta imagine that's uh, not super common. Also um, Sherlock. Yeah, th- I'll, I'll I'll do three. Yeah, three stars. Uh, Anol is good. Tewksbury grows me. Everyone else wastes time. Bad. I guess I kind of like the grandmother's piece, but she's not like she's in it. She's in it for five minutes. So, yeah. uh, visual and sound. Back to you, Mama K. I, you know, this is gonna be where I like, 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 because it's. You're right. It's got me do. written all over it. It's uh, the English countryside. It's a train. It's um, pretty looking people with pretty dresses and pretty clothes. Uh, hedgehog. You know, pinecone hedgehog. Love it. I like I like the breaking of the fourth wall. I like it for this movie. I don't like it, uh, you know, on like a like an, a, an epic scale anywhere. But I like it for this movie, and I think that this feels sort of when I was growing up like Nancy Drewish, and I don't know that that's something they would have done because that's not something they did when they were making movies or TV shows back in the day. But um, I can see that being something they might do now, um, and it just sort of brings the younger viewer in and makes them part of what's happening, uh, which I think is probably the design for it. I don't, there, there's not really, it's not, it's not ever giving me information that I don't know. And it's not ever pushing the plot along any further. It just sort of makes me feel like Enola wants me involved. So I've, I, I like, I like that. I like that she wants me to, to be involved. Um, it's it's a mystery. Like Dora the Explorer. <laughs> like when she asks you questions for the she asks for the audience's help. You are so off base with the Dora the Explorer <laughs> analogy. <laughs> no, where do you want to go? Out the map out of the backpack. Where do you want to go? Where are we going? Right. Uh, Hooray! She needs help. <laughs> she has to wait for us to answer. <laughs> um, I'm off base now. Um, yeah. Music? Can I talk about music? Yeah, so I I like... This is where you would talk about that, yes. Yes, this is the place where I would talk about music. There's um, the music, the score fits in perfectly with the time frame. It's the same score that you would probably use like in a Pride or Prejudice movie or Downton Abbey. Um, I love all that. Fall Very asleep orchest- while you're reading these titles. <laughs> <laughs> Very orchestrated and just lovely. And sometimes you just need a lovely movie. I mean, people are going through some stuff right now. And I think just to sit and watch a lovely movie. And when I was watching it, I didn't think I was going to have to pay close attention to pick it apart. And now that I'm going back to do it, I don't like it. I don't like that I have to do that. But because it was just sitting and watching a lovely movie for me. So I'm going to give this category a four. Nicole? I do have to agree that this movie is just very easy to watch if any if nothing else it's just very fine and good movie to watch like 
you don't have to pick it apart and you don't have to pay close attention to little minute little details to get it because there aren't any (laughs) that's true (laughs) no there aren't any that's 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 so absolutely right um but sometimes that's better than trying to make something that we have to remember for four movies from now you know i uh I like the scene scenery as well. Um, I've realized that like sometimes I only thing I can pay attention to is the is the visuals, and other times like I couldn't even tell you like where they were. Like I I I know that this was in like London, and that's really all I got in, out of it. <laughs> um, but that's not to say it was bad. It was just. I think, unfortunately, it just got brought down by the dialogue, maybe, or something, um, where it just didn't leave that much of an impact on me. But it was it was fine. Um, I didn't hear much music either. I, I, nothing stuck out to me. So when I say average, I can't say anything other than this was very average to me. It wasn't bad. It wasn't amazing. Um, so I'll give it, I'll give it a three. Yeah, I'll start with music, I guess, because you said Downton well, Down Abbey. I mean, I, I've never watched that show. All I did was see that movie for the show like, a couple <laughs> months ago, and that theme song is fire. That th- song is so good, the Downton that, Abbey song. Yeah. I don't remember any any music in, in this, um, so I mean, I'm sure it was there. I'm sure it was fine. Usually, I can a couple of pieces or something will stick out to me, but uh, not, not coming to me right now. Uh, and then visuals, it looks like correct. It looks like, you know, late Late nineteenth century England. I mean, I don't know. It, it works. It looks fine. Good costumes. I do like the good costuming in this whole thing. Um, she has a lot of costume changes. Uh, I like this yeah. when they're at the school and everyone's got the, those horrible black dresses on and they're learning to be ladies. Like everything, like works for the settings. The when they're in London and it's dirty, it's supposed to be, and the the regal people look regal. So I don't know. I think it's competent uh, all around. Uh, music didn't leave much of an impression on me, so I kind of went the goal. I think this is a, a three because um, it's it, this should be something where it kind of shines. It's kind of spectacly. Um, I didn't I didn't super feel that, so eh, that's fine. All right, let's get to the end here. Let's get to the like the when, when the actual plot happens. So. Yeah, we have like 20 minutes left in the movie, and then all of a sudden, Enola realizes that um, someone probably killed his father, because that's my, uh, this whole thing is Tewksbury is like a, a lord, and he has to, or he's going to go get get his lordship card, or whatever they have to do, because <laughs> uh, that's 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 what Jesus his father Christ. was, and he, he's needed lordship for a very license. important vote on, uh, on a bill that, it sounds like, will... Uh, progress women's rights which is like the whole that's like the whole theme here is there's a whole women's yes. rights thing going on it's the strong female character the mom who's part of a secret organization for women's rights we get the little speech in the middle with the lady who runs a jujitsu shop above her tea shop uh so that's like the whole big thing and he's gonna he's the vote needed to go and pass it um but someone's after him to kill him that's that guy and they have a final showdown in Tewksbury's mansion uh, and he he they take out the bad guy. Uh, Nola uses that sweep the leg maneuver that she hasn't been able to master this whole movie. So that's a nice little little piece of movie where they have a thing and then they tie it up at the end. Um, and then we reveal to the true villain. We think it's possibly the uncle because he wants the the vote and he wants to uh, he wants to he. He, they think he killed the father and is trying to kill the son, but no, it's it's the grandmother. It's yeah. the, the stately, the stately older woman who 
we we should have known in that clue that that nice little clue we were given before, where she's walking with Anola through the woods and talking about uh, how uh, how beautiful it is and how this is the the way England is is great because it's it's always been the way it is and we must preserve uh this this society that we have and right, she the way sees of life the new, yeah she sees this new vote uh as a threat to that that way of life uh and you know she she should she's her a noble and this this will this will affect this could affect her standing uh so she does not like this she shoots her grandson with yep. a shotgun and uh i mean was, he, he sold it look i was like I wasn't 100% sure. I was like, I'm I pretty sure they wouldn't just kill him, but like, he sold it. Uh, and then we've, you know, he, he, the Nola's on, on, on the ground and then showing he's all right. And he gets up and, uh, he had, when he has a piece of the suit of armor, uh, that fell off one of the guys when they were having the scuffle with the, with the bad guy. It's clever, clever bit, uh, showing that Tewksbury is not, not just the bumbling idiot he was portrayed at the beginning. He's, he's got some skills. Um, and yeah, so grandma's like, uh, Ah oh, shit! So the uh, Tewksbury is gonna get confirmed as a lord, and he's gonna save the vote by one vote, and, uh, and that's a nice wrap up there to that part of the story. Uh, and then Enola meets with her mom. Her mom comes to the to her like little place that she's living at now, Un- unbeknownst to her, she she shows up there. Uh, don't really wrap anything up. Like, we don't really learn what she was doing. We learn, basically, she wanted to protect her, but we could kind of assume that, so it was basically just to show you that the mom's still around, but we don't know what she was doing, per se. We get little bits before, like, maybe she was, I don't know, making bombs is what it looked like she was doing? Because, but, we... Yeah, yeah so that's, that's really that's what it looked like she was like, doing. I don't know, if I want to find my mom now, I'll just go, and I'll just go help Tewksbury with his, his deal, like, so eh, and then we already—I uh, said it earlier—but she she does a little thing with Sherlock and and Murloc in the in the town square with the pine cone. I don't know. The, and the movie's over. She she's 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 uh, her final thing is her uh, name is alone backwards. It's Anola, so she she's alone, but she's not lonely. So there you go. That's a good. That's her franchise kicker. Um, whose turn is it? Is it Nicole's turn. What do, what do you got for resin to feel? Oh my god. You just going through the ending. Ugh, it's such a snooze fest. <laughs> the ending's my favorite part, Lord. too. <laughs> I know, me too, but when you talk about it, it just doesn't have the same effect. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. I don't explain what happened. That's what happened. I don't Your know recap what was boring. Did I missing anything? Like... <laughs> no, there was just like... I don't know. The only cool thing that happened in this movie is that the grandma was fucking. Uh, yeah, the grandma shoots the, the son. The, the gra- that's the best scene of the movie. <laughs> she murdered her own son. Yeah, she murdered her son at. and would have murdered her grandson. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's insane. Sherlock for Holmes England. For England. Yeah. <laughs> for, um, for England. The whole thing was kind of boring, if I'm being honest. Like I, like I said, I didn't mind the movie. I thought it was very fine. I wanted to know what my mom thought, because I know this would be such a mo- my mom movie. And I texted her this morning. I'm like, did you see this movie? And she was like, oh, I loved it. Like, of course you did. I knew you would. <laughs> this, is a mo- this is a mom movie. Um, <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I told you before watching yeah. this. <laughs> this is a mom movie. Um, it's, it's really just good enough for me like i i didn't mind sitting there and watching it i was thinking afterwards i'm like would i watch this again and i was like eh, probably not um 
But I really did like Millie Bobby Brown in this role. I think she does a great job of being this type of character. I wish they pushed it up a notch and gave her a little bit more spy things to do or like uh, clue solving. It reminds me of, what is the one? It's not Nancy Drew. It was another girl who solved mysteries like when I was growing up. I'll think of her name. Alex Mack. Another movie or another like a TV show? It was books and, and a TV books. show. It doesn't matter. Whatever. That was more fun than this one. Um, the thing you can't uh, remember the name of was more fun than this. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> that's, that's a good sign. <laughs> I just have bad memory. Um, <laughs> I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it. A th- I'll stick to the three because there are people that I imagine really do enjoy this, and that like I don't think that that's wrong. You know, I think that it has enough potential to for people to really enjoy it. Just not me, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah, I'm also gonna give this a three. I think that. Um... I don't know. I mean, I might watch this movie again, but I think more likely, I, if it is the beginning of a franchise, I would want to see. I would want to see the next installment because I would like to find out if we don't have to like redo all of the. How did Enola get where she is? And can we just have her do a mystery? That's what I would like to see. I would like to see her be a full-on sleuth. Uh, we don't need to talk about her brothers anymore. I don't even really care if we go and vis- revisit the mom situation. I would I would like to see her because I think she's good and I think the character is promising. And uh, I would hope that maybe they might have another writer or something work on it. Yeah. I, and I don't know enough about the books to know if, if my, I might just be like hoping against hope that that's what happens. But um yeah, I'd like to, I'd probably like to see it again. So resonance and feel, I don't know if I'm basing it mostly on this movie or the, the promise of what might be coming. I'm actually kind of with you. I think Enola is an interesting character and it she could be good in a good movie. Yeah. I think that if she has good bones around her, I think she could actually be, it could be a good movie. Like if we just did one plot, more mystery solve, like more puzzle solving or more like clue finding something a little more like. I don't know, the bill of goods we were sold, uh, yeah. that would work. Um, this movie, I don't I don't ever care to see this again. Um, it was mostly boring. A couple of things I kind of like, like grandmother shooting her grandson. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There was not a lot in here for me. But I like. I think of... Pinecone like, Hedgehog. <laughs> Pinecone yeah, Hedgehog. Was, Pinecone Hedgehog was, was good. Um, but I think of, like, what's what's a really good, successful YA series? Harry Potter. It's a good comparison. First, those first two movies kind of suck. Like, those are not good. Um, I love the first the Harry one, Potter. Don't even. Well, the first two are bad. They're not good movies. First one's okay. Second one's terrible. And then the third one's amazing. Third, the third Harry Potter is one, like, an, an, one of the best YA movies there is. And then it's You just like when things go dark. That's why. Dude, it's whatever. That that's like that's like a like a really good movie. The third one, um, but that's what I see in this. Like this could just be the bad one that had to set the thing up, and then maybe her character will be good in later adventures. I imagine if yeah, we're gonna do more adventures. We're gonna meet like the other women in that room where she was talking about secret stuff. I know you don't really care if we see the mom again, but I'm sure that has something to do with something. I don't know. Um, I would give if they made a sequel to this, I would give it a chance, and that's why I'm gonna give it a two five. 
uh, because the movie itself really, I, I would, I would never rewatch this, and I, I don't, uh, I don't care for this actual story. Um, the character, though, it has a little bit of promise. So, we're at the end here. I don't know what are we gonna land on. Um, hmm. Mama K, you gonna recommend Enola Holmes? I'm gonna recommend it. I watched it of my own free will, uh, with no preconceived notions of what I was going to be doing with the information that I, you know, got from it. Um, so I'm gonna recommend it. I think it was a good sort of thing to watch at seven thirty at night on a night when you had to go to bed and get up for work the next morning. And there wasn't going to be anything that was going to bother your head to keep you away from sleeping. So, um, yeah. I feel like you're talking about a lot of the movies we've done in the past, uh, Ones that I'm just talking about, you know, I mean, we do a lot of movies that sometimes have a lot of thinking involved or have a lot of heavy, um, heavy topics. And, and this is just not one of them. I mean, this is the kind of thing that I watch to relax. I mean, you know me. I love the miniseries from Britain where somebody, you know, nobody wants to live in the village with Jessica Fletcher because you're going to someone's going to die. That's and that's kind of I don't of even know what you're talking about, but yeah. Murder she okay, Murder She Wrote, that takes place in Maine. <laughs> Jessica Fletcher's main character. Uh she seems really great, but everyone around her dies. So you you know, it's the classic you nobody wants to be in the place where you've got murders to be solved. So that's what I like to do though. I like to I like to watch that. I like to listen to that. Nicole. This is tough. I will I will say yes. It doesn't have enough disqualifying characteristics for me to recommend. I think that for me to not recommend it, I mean I think that it's fairly enjoyable. There's a lot of stuff in it that's not but the it, it doesn't take away from the overall message that this movie's trying to get across. And just like the lightheartedness of it. As I said in the beginning, I think that it teeters in between like young adult style and just kind of regular mystery movie for adults and maybe if it's steered in one way more so than the other it would have more appeal to me but it's just kind of stuck in the middle right now um which i which why which is why i can't give it like a resounding recommend but i would yeah i I, the only person i would recommend this to is mama k so (laughs) she already is here Uh, i already saw it i don't i don't know a single other person i know personally that this would be their taste uh, and I didn't really. It sounds like, like it at Mama all. D um, too. Yeah, she. I, I as soon as I saw this <laughs> movie start, I'm like, my mom would freaking love this, and of course well, she already go. saw it. Maybe Let's anybody who likes the Hallmark who, movies, I, you know, I I don't love those, but I don't like those actually. At all. I'd rather. I think I'd rather watch a Hallmark movie because they're like they're like really bad. This is like an actual <laughs> movie still, even though uh, even though I didn't like it, like it's still a, a movie. The Hallmark movies are like ooh, there's some good ones in there because they're so awful. No, this isn't that. Uh, it's uh, it's like it's like barely fine. Uh, no, I don't recommend this. I, I if if they make more and those are good later. Then I would come back and say, yeah, watch the first one so you, like, it's like you know, I'm completionist. You should watch all of them if they're worth watching later. But as a standalone, I nope, I can't recommend it. I don't know. I don't I don't know who I would recommend this to, and I didn't enjoy it. So uh, we guess two two recommends, and one's kind of soft, and like a soft not recommend. So there you go. It's kind of a, it's a, it's a shrug. Enola Holmes. Enola Holmes. Uh, people are liking this. This has got like a 93 in Rotten Tomatoes. Although yeah, maybe everyone's just giving it three stars like you guys. So I don't know. Maybe it's maybe everyone's just like, hey, it's fine. 
I don't know. Um, maybe people love it, though. Who knows? Uh, so that's Nola Holmes. We've got more reviews coming up. Like I said, we are only doing uh, one regular review a week uh, currently, uh, possibly moving forward, just because there's not a lot out that's new. And we also want to try some different types of shows, so we'll be sprinkling in some other other things that aren't just straight movie reviews. But if you have things to recommend to us, we are still taking those because... Yeah, we have a list. We, we we like to keep it together and then sometimes fill in the gaps in the schedule. Here's where you can reach out. Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook. On Instagram, I am Brennan underscore Podhost. On Twitter, we are at FilmsWomenPod. And you can email the show, FilmsWithTheWomen at gmail.com. That is it for Enola Holmes. Thank you guys for being on. Thanks. Thanks. Till next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore Podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.